and support begins in three, two, one. Hello everybody and welcome back to Nurture and Support. This is Kelly at K-E-L-L-Y-T-H-U-L on Twitter and Instagram. Hi, I'm Mel at Karmic9 on Twitter and currently in my bunker. <laughs> We're almost all bunkered in and so you know what? If you are spending a lot more time at home, you know it would be a good idea to like and subscribe to the Nurture and Support podcast so that you can get Little little moments of joy from Mel and I. Well, I don't know if it's joy, but you, you'll get you'll get little moments from Mel and I. You know, throw us throw us a like and subscribe and listen if you if you like what you hear. Yeah, you'll get a little bit of sympathy from us. I mean, come on, we're all in the same boat. So pre-show, Mel and I were comparing virus notes in terms of the situation. So it sounds like down in Texas, shopping at least in Mel's neck of the woods, shopping's a little bleak right now. It's the great toilet paper shortage in Illinois. That seems to be the big problem here. It's like gold. <laughs> and there's actual uh, Facebook groups that post when pallets of toilet paper are delivered to the floor of Sam's or Meyer or whatever. So it's crazy. So sad. Yep. Power this social. Is what we've come to. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And and water. When we were shopping recently, saw a guy with a cart had like seven cases of water in his thing. It's like, I, all right, I guess if. It's probably not well, what I go for first, but at least it was water. My experience here was beer. <laughs> I, I saw people coming out of the store with their carts loaded up with huge cases of beer, and I was like, "That's great. That's not a staple, but whatever." Yeah, gun sales are up. Beer sales oh, are what could what could possibly go wrong? Yeah. This will work out great. But I I know the moment's coming. You know, you see some of the stuff from Italy where a bunch of people kind of go out on their balconies and they're all just kind of singing to each other to make each other feel better. I'm sure we're going to be seeing that around the United States as well. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what our song would be. Hmm. If anybody has a recommendation for what song we're going to be singing here in the States when that moment comes, tweet it at us. Let us know. Off the top of your head, you got a preference for what that song would be? Let it go. I don't know. <laughs> It's the end of the world as we know it. I feel fine. I don't know. There's so many options. There's so many options. That would be quite the scene to see the the subdivision coursing with uh, it's the end of the world as we know it. (laughs) That would be pretty good. I think Bohemian Rhapsody just because it would be fun. (laughs) A lot of crowd participation. You can kind of work into that one. Yeah, we all know that one. So that would be a fun way. If we're going to go out, we might as well go out, you know, having fun. That's right. All right. And speaking of having fun, let's have some fun with recommendations. See that smooth segue? That's just, we're professionals here, folks. My recommendation's short this week, but as many of you know, there was a planned seventh season of The Clone Wars that as Disney ended up purchasing the Star Wars, uh, all the Star Wars stuff, it was basically parked at that point in time. And they had the rough animatics out for at least the first four episodes. And those were actually on the Star Wars site for a period of time as well. So you could basically see what the storyline would be. And there's been mild adjustments here and there, but it so far has held true kind of to what they had put out. But the seven seasons now got, got revived. They're putting it out fully rendered. And it's cruising right along. I forget 
how many episodes this one's going to be. I mean, usually a typical season's a season of Clone Wars was like 22 episodes. Most of them are 22. One was 20. This one's not going to go quite that long. I think it's closer to like a 16, 14 or 16 episode season. But they've released four as of this recording. And I'm enjoying it. I had to plow through all the old stuff because it was a little bit hit and miss for me to catch all the clones, Clone Wars stuff. But I got through all of it. So now I'm completely current. I'm enjoying it. It's fun. This is super close, overlapping, and possibly rolling into Revenge of the Sith in terms of timeline. So we are right at that period of time as as things move forward. And so I'm really enjoying it. And what I've kind of liked to do for a lot of these series is to then go to find a good YouTube source of somebody who reviews it, comments on it, talks about it a little bit, just to kind of get uh, additional perspective. And what you'll see for a lot of a lot of the way, particularly for the Star Wars canon and Marvel movies and all that, is this Easter egg. Here's 27 Easter eggs from this particular show or things you may have missed and all that. So there's a bunch of channels out there that do that. And I have been kind of jumping between a number of them as I've watched The Clone Wars. And as I've settled here after many, many, many episodes, I've settled down here on what I kind of think is my favorite And that's going to be my recommendation for this week. And it's Screen Crush. Screen Crush, it's a YouTube channel. It's one word. Ryan Ayers is the primary narrator or kind of leads the the video, just features him. Uh, It'll show clips from the show. And he's got a, it's nice. He's he's got a, a, I think, a good sense of humor, uh, a little bit sarcastic, but also kind of grounded. So he's just, he's a pleasant person to listen to. Doesn't have like a really huge, big, either you love him or you hate him personality. He's just, he's, he comes across genuine, knowledgeable, a little bit sarcastic and biting. His one, uh, we talked, and I believe I'd made a recommendation sometime back on the whole movie pitch stuff, which I totally love by Ryan George, where Ryan George has all these catchphrases in there around, and, you know, it was super easy, barely an inconvenience and tight <laughs> different types of things that he does on this one he does not have as broad uh, a spectrum of catchphrases in fact he really only has one and it's that's your mom where and he gets me every every single time because he's going through and on every issue and if you look here you see here's a, a movie poster of space battle and arabesh and it's here and it's here and it's here and then you see this trooper is wearing the clone armor from this whatever and this trooper is your mom, <laughs> you know, and every one of those, he works one in there and he gets me every time. Cause I, I feel one of these times I'm like, this is the way he's going to do it. This is when he's going to drop it. And I could never get it. And I, I basically it's sad, but I always laugh when he does it. Cause I think it's pretty funny. But he always kind of works almost in every episode. You get a little bit of that, but the guy knows his stuff. He's interesting to listen to. Doesn't bring a big attitude in. He brings kind of knowledge and some cleverness does spot a lot of things and helps to do a lot of connections and is willing to point out, you know, sometimes where there are inconsistencies or hypocrisy or different things that have kind of gone on through the whole Star Wars canon on uh, those types of things. He does some nice callbacks to the other the other movies and all those types of things as well. So he does this far more for the than Star Wars, the Clone Wars, but you're going to get basically a huge amount of Star Wars content, tons of Marvel content, basically any kind of, of the pop culture kind of stuff. So he does tons of things on that. They tend to follow... Easter eggs, things you may have missed, uh, and different types of things. But a huge volume of videos out there for you to consume. You're very likely to find a topic matter you like. Pretty successful YouTube channel. It's just shy of 600,000 subscribers. And I really just kind of enjoy it. I always get a good laugh out of it. And I, I appreciate his kind of encyclopedic knowledge of the Star Wars universe as he connects the dot. As I enjoy uh, the Clone Wars final season. So 
my recommendation for this week is Screen Crush uh, YouTube channel, and there you go. That's cool. I always need more more Star Wars content that that's um, palatable. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Puppy with a squeak toy again. There's a, there's a porg in Mel's. <laughs> Mel's dedication to Star Wars includes a porg. He could be a porg. Yeah. I still have not watched the Clone Wars. I need to do that. I also need to get this squeaky toy away from the puppy. <laughs> Just a second. Okay. Back from rescuing the squeaky toy. Um, I had to use it to get him in earlier, so he wanted it. Yeah. I haven't watched the Clone Wars yet. I know you keep telling me to, and I haven't done it yet. So there's when a lot. I break down and have to get um, Disney Plus. <laughs> so. Yeah, there's a lot to watch. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's been the main reason I I just haven't I haven't binge watched much of anything lately. When there's that much of a backlog, it's hard to put away all that much time because watching TV takes away from my reading time, and that's apparently all I do anymore. Because my recommendation today is again another book, and that after I talk about this, we're gonna talk about Kelly and his book. I've talked about this series before. It is a series uh, called The Hollows by the author Kim Harrison. And I was lucky enough to enter a Goodreads giveaway for her latest book in that series, which that series actually was supposed to have ended. And um, she's brought it back. So this book is called American Demon. It is a continuation of the Rachel Morgan story from The Hollows. I talked about this series. I don't know, a year, two years ago, some, something like that. We talked about it before. It's, I forget how many books are in the series. There's at least 10. So this is revisiting the series after what we thought was the end before. And since I have to put up, well, I don't have to, but you know, when you win a giveaway, they usually like you to review the book when you read it. So since I've had to kind of think about it a little bit to do a review, I thought I would inspire all of you to pre-order it when it comes out in June, because I'm giving you a recommendation way ahead of schedule. This book doesn't actually come out till June. I have an advanced reader copy. See, I'm holding it up to the camera for Kelly to see. Ah, it's so pretty. Anyway, I like winning free books on Goodreads, y'all. If you're not on Goodreads, go get on Goodreads so you can win free books too. How many free books have you won? This is probably my fourth in the last couple of years. And they do physical books. They, there are giveaways for both physical books, ebooks. And some of them are, like this one, advanced reading copies before the book is released to get people to review it. And some of them are just new release books. So it it runs the gamut. I've gotten a few of them. So I was really excited to win this one because this was actually a series that I've been following for, I forget when the first book came out. It's been over 10 years. So if you've been reading the Hollow series, you're really going to enjoy this book. It was a little slow to get started, but the Hollows series is an urban fantasy set in kind of an alternate universe from ours. It's very similar to the United the United States except they kind of diverged on the timeline. I want to say I think back in the beginning books they said when they were setting the world up it was something about in this world that they never went to the moon. <laughs> and they had oh wait for it y'all, they had a pandemic. <laughs> 
based on some genetically engineered tomatoes and everybody got this virus and all the humans got sick and a lot of them died. But you know who kept society going? The toilet paper manufacturing industry. (laughs) Yes, the toilet paper manufacturers. The supernatural type people is what held society together during this massive pandemic that killed off a large portion of the human population. In this series, they call them Enderlanders. So they consist of witches, which is what Rachel Morgan is. There are vampires. There are vampires still living assistants, which are living vampires. Uh, There are werewolves. There are, you'll find out, elves. There are demons. There's all kinds of cool things. So it's an urban fantasy with all of these supernaturals going on and humans. And much like what would happen in reality, the humans and the supernatural type people don't always like each other so much. In fact, there's a lot of animosity from humans not trusting the supernaturals because the humans all died. And incidentally, they're all terrified of tomatoes now. <laughs> they, humans won't eat tomatoes. But through the course of that series, it follows Rachel Morgan going from this inept little witch to becoming this big, badass, powerful person. So at the end of the Hollow series, she kind of saves the world and everything's great and she's going to live happily ever after. And we thought that was where it ended. But American Demon comes back with a return only a few months after the last book in the series ended. And of course, we have a new tragedy to deal with. We've got demons running amok. Elves trying to end the world, which is what elves do. Elves are not exactly the nicest people. And uh, people hating on Rachel because, you know, she helps people. So I don't want to give a lot of the story away. I don't really want to give any of the story away because spoilers. And you have until June to get this book so you can catch up on all the previous books. If you didn't follow my previous recommendation and read this series, you now have tons of time to do so. It's a lot of fun. If you're a fan of the series, you'll like this book. I'm not going to say it's the best book in the series because it kind of had to set some stuff up, but it's a little slow getting started. But if you liked Rachel, you liked her little crew with the uh, the vampire and her pixie sidekick security person. He's like Tinkerbell is his is his, um, you know, person. He loves Tinkerbell. And um, you'll really enjoy this. It's a lot of fun. It's your classic escapist urban fantasy to run around, kick ass, beat up some demons, beat up some elves, and have a good time. So I really, I really enjoyed it. I have to say I would give it probably three and a half stars, which is good for a series that's been going on for over 10 books. So American Demon by Kim Harrison. It comes out June 16th. But join Goodreads if you're not on Goodreads, y'all, because you can enter giveaways and win your own. So a couple things on there. First of all, the whole Keebler elf thing, I've never bought into it. It's all a front. They are trying, so they're not fooling me. (laughs) So elves are trying to destroy the world. Yes, they they actually, that is an insult they throw at one of the characters, throws at the others, and calls them cookie makers. That says insult for elves. So anyway, there's a lot of fun stuff. And so this is a recommendation for a pre-sale. Is this review a preview of your review? (laughs) Are you going to write a review actually then on Goodreads as well? Um, Yes, yes. I will post a review on Goodreads. Um, I just finished the book the other day. I haven't typed up the review yet. 
again, I'm not going to spoil stuff for people because people hate spoilers. And there are months left before the book comes out. So I'm not going to tell anybody what happens. But like I said, if anybody's put in the time on this series, this is worth reading. And the way that it ends, it will probably go on to spawn a few more books after this. So it was a nice surprise for those of us who thought the series had ended. So. So in your review, you don't have to, but it can't hurt for a few sentences along the lines of, as we discussed on the Nurture and Support podcast, <laughs> link, <laughs> like, and subscribe. That would be great. <laughs> so. Actually, you know, I think my, I I want to say, I think my, my bio on Goodreads, it has a link to our website. So since I talk about books so much. There you go. So, speaking of me talking about books, did someone get a book recently? That was all staged. I was at Barnes and Noble. I just took it out. <laughs> yes, I have purchased. I have purchased the book. I posted a jokey picture that I will I'll include in the blog post related to to it. But I have have purchased one of Mel's recent recommendations, which I said I would and wanted to prove to her that I was true to my word. And our good friend Mike has accused me of not not being the strongest person from a literacy standpoint. So the picture played off of that a little bit. But I indeed have the book. I'm not too deep into it yet because what I've talked about earlier in the podcast that I had to binge away through some Clone Wars stuff and then consume some YouTube content on it. But I have it. It is an awesome cover. Love it. Uh, it's a great looking book and I can't wait to, to get a little further into it. But, I, you know, so I'm very, very early into it, but I'm I'm getting why you liked it. So, yeah, y'all will just have to keep listening to to see if he ever tells me he hates it. <laughs> Because it's one of my favorite books ever. Well, hearing that, even if I do hate it, I'll probably just say, well. <laughs> no, you can. Pe- people can hate books. Yeah, books are what... very, very personal. Yeah. So what what speaks to me may not speak to you. I mean, it is about <laughs> lesbian necromancers in space. <laughs> so, yeah, But hey. it, it does, yeah. But And on the back side, uh, one of the kind of blurbs was, Clearly, this author is insane, which to me indicates I think I'm probably going to like it, but we'll see. Yeah, I think you'll like it, but we'll see. You don't have to like it. And if you don't like it, that's fine. You can tell me. No, no judgment. Maybe a little. Yeah, yeah, probably a little. (laughs) It's like, how good? He he really can't read. (laughs) That'll be be the case. So, cool. Well, we've got... uh, uh, multiple mediums for you to choose from there. And I guess one you're going to have to wait for a little bit till June, but hopefully you'll get a nice pre-order bump from your recommendation and your <laughs> your review. So that sounds cool. And it was, as you started to describe it, when you first mentioned the ser- the, the original grouping of books, mm-hmm. it was not it was not coming to me. But we have been doing this a long time because if you remember at the beginning of my recommendation, I'm like, I don't think I've recommended this or I might have recommended that. Uh, some of that earlier... 2013 2014 stuff starting to fade a little bit yeah i don't know how far back it was because i actually paused in the middle of reading that series um i think i talked about it in the previous time we talked about it because i was thinking there were going to be some issues that didn't arise and um it's actually one of my favorite series i read the whole series uh, usually at least once every year for the last few years. So I really enjoy the series. It's good fun, not not real deep, <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. So cool. this was a, this was a worthy addition to the Rachel Morgan story. And uh, the first book I should mention, the first book in the series, I believe, is called it's called Dead Witch Walking. It is. 
free on Amazon Kindle for anyone who wants to see if they like this series. You can check it out for free. Very cool. And you can always check us out for free as well. We are the epitome of free. <laughs> we are highly affordable. If you're looking to, you know, enjoy your living room, this is a good way to enjoy your living room is to listen to these wonderful podcasts. So in a rare uh, reappearance of social media recommendations on nurture and support, it's the lazy man's recommendation. I will recommend the associated Twitter account for Screen Crush, which is at uh, Screen Crush News on Twitter. And so figured it'd be good to sneak in a social media recommendation again. Yeah, I don't have one. <laughs> Yeah, it's no longer officially part of the show. Just every once in a while, we might throw one out. It's a little little bonus content. Yeah, I should. If I thought about it, I, I maybe could have come up with one. But I'll, I'll think of one for the next time. Cool. All right. And uh, with that, I think we'll wrap it up for this week. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay safe. You can contact us on our website, nurtureandsupport.net, or email us at nurtandsup at gmail.com. That's N-U-R-T-A-N-D-S-U-P-P at gmail.com. Or tweet us at Nert and Sup on Twitter. You can also catch Nurture and Support on YouTube. Just search Nurture and Support or Kelly Tool. Nurturing and supporting. Terminated.